Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. We're going uh, through a quick week now. Wednesday is here, and we're going to just knock this one out and get closer to the weekend again. Although, for me, it's looming into the the end. Yesterday, I went golfing with Brady and had a lovely time and it was just, uh, it's this surgery on Friday that comes up that looms that makes me realize my summer's going to be pretty much non-existent starting Friday. It was my yesterday golf and I just kept thinking to myself, this is the last one you're going to hit for a while, buddy. This is the last time. I'm not going to be able to move my arm for four weeks and sucks. Did you have a good game at least? No, I don't play. Oh. I'm not good at golf. I, I'm the opposite of, uh, what everybody else who golfs is. Uh, I don't kick the ball and cheat. I don't like have the thing where I'm like, ah, eh, that doesn't count. Don't count that, Denny. Yeah, yeah. Don't count that, Denny. Mm-hmm. Little foot wedge. I'm uh, the type of person that if I hit it and I don't like where it went, I put a twenty on the scorecard. I add nineteen to like one bad shot. If I have a bad shot, if it goes in the water, it's a twenty. I, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to go in the water. If I have to reach in my bag and get another ball, that's a twenty. That's just there's no reason for me to do it. If I lose a ball, that's a twenty. If I land in the middle of a fairway. And hit the green, and then like three or four. If I'm sitting there staring at a a good score, and I muck muck it up, that's twenty. So I say you had a decent day. Shot a one seventy two. Yeah, like one hundred and seventy two. If you had all my twenties, because if I have four or five bad holes or four or five holes that I don't agree with, and they're all twenties, that's a hundred. You know, that's twenty, 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 twenty. So I have a few in there. You know, four, five, four, five, twenty, 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 four, five. That's the scorecard. So I don't really care Birdie. about the score. Yeah. Birdie 2020. Yeah, it's one of those deals. Where if I because I'm capable of it. Golf frustrates me because I'm capable of it, and then I'll do something stupid and I'm like, well, that's a 20. Punish yourself. Did you break any clubs? No. All I've, right, well, I right. I almost I threw one because I almost I had to get rid of it. I had to good restraint. I had to throw it away because it was gonna break. I'm like, oh I no, did it. No break, just flung it a hundred yeah. feet. I, I threw it really far because I'm like, I gotta get this one away from here, it's gonna end up over my knee. Uh, let's just say this. Last August, I got my first set of PXG clubs, and uh, due to hilarity and breaking, I am on my second set just because I'm like, I got goofy with breaking them because I started laughing every day. Like, if I hit a bad shot with this club, it's no good. I punish myself in golf to the point where it's like, I can't. He takes those clubs and says it's the best break, period. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. Bob Parsons' clubs break better than any club on the market. I can tell you that from experience. They're fantastic. Yeah, it's just not a game that I uh, I choose to tell myself, that ah, was good enough. I can't do that. So I never played. I know I don't have the yeah. patience for it. Yeah, it's just about like, all right, well, if I want to sit there and pretend I got a seven, I can do that. But I know I moved the ball with my hand from a tree to the grass, and I'm only going to take one stroke for that. That's that. You're actually disqualified for that in real golf. So I disqualified myself from the hole. So you have probably somewhere around a 160 yesterday was my score because of my punishment scores. But I did uh, get a chance to tell the cart girl that I was impregnating her uh, because we were. She was. She kept telling me I was David Blaine for some reason. Like I don't understand that. But she said I was magic in some way, and they called me David Blaine. And I'm like, well, the, I did notice the that. best. I yeah, like, I don't know what she was. To figure that look, out. She was high as a kite. There's nothing about her that was making any sense. Very nice girl, 
But she was stoned to the bejesus. And that's so why I said, well, the best trick just happened. I said, you are pregnant right now. What? Yeah, I just got you pregnant. And then I tipped her and uh, a good amount and told her, let's start the fund for the abortion. And it was the best thing in the world. <laughs> she, she had the time of her life being impregnated and aborted right there without ever being touched. It was pretty impressive. So, so long as you can have fun golf. And Brady's friend Maddie's pretty fun. And we have a, it's a good time. But that was it. I'm out there yesterday just going, this is it, man. I'm not going to be able to do anything for a while because this shoulder surgery uh, just looms over you. I've done it once before on the other shoulder, and I just know that it's, you know, you're going to be doing nothing for a while. And I'm not the type of person that does well, uh, you know, not like I can do nothing, but I want the option of doing something. And this takes away your option of doing something for a little while. Yeah, Maddie's suggestion was really good. Why don't you just ride along after? Yeah, yeah that's what you want to <laughs> do. Come out and hang out with you boys <laughs> like an estranged wife. We're trying to work it out. I don't golf. I just wanted to be with him. It's the, the you know when you're golfing and there's a guy whose wife is with him. Yep. Have you ever golfed and she just hangs out? Did it about two months ago. Really? Yeah. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Like sometimes a girl will just ride with her husband, and that's because I think he's banged cart girls before, and she just needs to be present. I, that has to be it. <laughs> there's no other way for a wife to waste her whole day just monitoring the situation. Like go home. You guys don't mind if my wife joins. Oh, is she golfing? No, she's she's just going to stare. She's babysitting. She's keeping my dick from touching the cart girl. Or, you know, making sure that we don't. And then you can't have any fun. Because, you know, unless it's a scramble where you let the girl hit every once in a while just to have her on the team. But, yeah, I've been, I've been in situations where there's four of us and crammed in a cart are a dude, his wife, and then the other guy. There's like three people. I'm like, what's she doing here? I just wanted to get out, see what you guys do. Like, you're seeing what we talk about. We're not going to be natural with you here. This is not a regular round. The things we discuss will not be the same. Because she's succession. That was pretty great, huh? You too. Lasso's final episode tonight. Anyway. Your wife's kind of ruining everything. You realize that, don't you, Bob? Yeah, well, I can't go without her. I'm not allowed to leave. And you're not invited. Yeah, well, they just show up. Those, those ones. And then just don't go with that guy anymore. Right, yeah. He, he, might, bring, kind of like, he yeah. might bring the spy. The nice thing about the uh, wife a couple of months ago, she, she'd get the flag and uh, wash her balls. Oh, that's you cute. Know? So you could make a little, like, 80-year-old man jokes about her washing balls no, instead of having real that. conversations. She, you, she'd offer one time. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she thought that, that was like... You have to hold back on that She stuff. thought that was the really whack. Look, I'm washing your balls. Lady, you have no idea what we talk about out here. That is the tamest thing you can say. We are gross because you're not here. I'd have left him and her at the car some out. Yeah, no, that's and those done. are those moments where you're like, oh, okay, I've seen the colors of this man, and now I know. He's going to bring one of those to the party all the time. Might as well just... After, hey, guys, you don't mind if I film this entire event and document it so I can show it to my wife later, right? No, yeah, no, that's not going to happen either. It's not like we're doing anything illegal, but the things we talk about on a golf course are sometimes disturbing to even us. Some guy's wife isn't going to understand that. How many times did John in front of yours say the word, the C one, the C word guy? Yeah, he's just having some fun out there. I don't like him. I don't think you should golf with him anymore. Here we go. Her assessment at the end. But yeah, the surgery's coming and that'll be it. I'm uh, told I'm not supposed to drive for six weeks. Now, my last surgery, they said that too. Back back behind the wheel in a day. I was the uh, next day. I, all, so long as I'm not high on... They're only covering their own ass there. 
So long as you're not uh, on the pain yeah, pills. Yeah, doping up. Yeah, if you're all doped up, that's that's why they say, eh, you better not do this. You're going to be on some pain pills for a while. Uh, next day, I went down to the Walgreens. I probably shouldn't have, but I went down to the Walgreens driving. One arm in a sling and one arm going, right, come on. Six weeks? Does this mean Megan's not going to be driving you no, again? she threatens. <laughs> she, I will drive you the first week. The hell you will. I will walk before you're driving me anywhere 44 mile an hour on the freeway person. I don't do that. I do that because it's the Jeep. The Jeep goes 70. Trust me, I do it every day. I'm not, I don't want. This is why you're not driving. This is not, I can't do that. I had that for my hip when I, when I literally could not drive with my hip operation because my right leg, you, can't, you forget, like you can't even work the pedals. I'm like, I can't go left. Try driving with your off foot today. Weird. For a few seconds. Just go on the freeway and do it. Risk your life yeah. and test the foot thing with the opposite. Just right now if it's you're driving. It's the worst crossover ever. Traffic's not bad right now. Get, try your left foot for a minute. Just, just sit on your it. right foot it, while you're driving. Yeah, just and push it back and just try your left foot driving. It's it's like you're it's in England. You've switched sides, the whole thing. None of it makes sense. You're, you can't work the gap. You're just speeding and sliding. And then the brakes are, there's no feathering the brakes. You just slam them on. Try it. So I had to get a driver for that before I get Megan to drive me anywhere. I ain't riding with her. <laughs> you got to blindfold me to get in a car with that, especially if I'm incapacitated. If I'm already injured and she's got to take me somewhere, forget it. I tell you this, every morning it takes me 11 to 13 minutes to get from my house to this work. The two times she drove me, we never broke the 25-minute barrier. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. We had to stop and get gas once. All right, explain the second one where we were 27 minutes, and then the gas day was 25 minutes. It was actually faster than the other one. All this morning sickness. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Driving home that one time, and I filmed the speedometer. I'm like, you're going 44 on the freeway. Yeah, there's a car in front of us. Yeah, but it's like going a lot faster. It's not going to be in front of us much. There's a lot of cars in front of us if you count Los Angeles. It's quarter mile gap. Oh, it's quarter mile and growing. It's insane. Oh, this guy's just going to cut me off, isn't he? No, there's like 20 car lengths between you and the one in front. That's not cutting you off. I read that you have to have a safety barrier for every 10 miles an hour. There should be a car length. Well, there should be one car length for you because you're going 11. Oh, terrible, terrible. So she's threatening to drive me next week. I need you guys to help out. At the very least, you just come honk your horn at my house. All right. Brett will come get me. Make it really inconvenient for you, but I know at least we'll get there. I guarantee you if Brett drove from his house to my house, and then to work, you'd beat us here. And that's just me going from my house to here. Because you drive like a human being. It's crazy. But, yeah. So, it's looming. I know it's not going to be as bad as I'm making it out. But it's just no fun. You know, my abilities to go swimming and goofing around the pool, they're out. But before you know it, all this shoulder pain and nonsense will be over. And I'll be out there doing whatever I want with this arm. So, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the end result. But it's a lot of work. i got a lot of work ahead of me. Are you, are you at least a switch header? Uh, Jerkin? Yeah. I that mean. is going to be a struggle. Okay. But I will tell you this. I think we talked about it. I am a, I found out when I got my left shoulder operated on a few a, a year ago, I guess, two years ago. Uh, they told me, they're like, how do you cleanse yourself? I'm like, huh? How do you, um, how do you clean your body? Well, what are you talking about? 
wiping your ass. They're, they just didn't say it right. And I said, oh, uh, I think I'll be all right. I'm right-handed. I'm like, okay. I'm a left wiper. So my left arm was slung up. And I didn't know I wasn't a right-handed wiper. So when I had the toilet paper in my right hand, I just stared at it. And then just covered my thighs and knees with filth <laughs> it was there was no it was the uh, there's no cleaning me at all it's like you tr- again when you go home today wipe with your offhand you're gonna get it on your back it, yeah which one do you use you see, i'm a righty actually, you're a righty yeah. righty lefty you're a lefty because you're naturally left-handed i'm right-handed i i i clean left yeah do that at home today too when you're out there thinking oh i wonder if i'm try to try to give yourself a wash with the other hand on the toilet you will make a. You're. I tell you right now, you're, you're going to Andy Dufresne your balls and your your oh. thighs. It's going to happen. You just can't help it. You, and if I don't know if you're a folder or a water of the paper, I'm a folder. I'm a good folding system. I'm a folder. I'm a gentleman. I was raised properly. If you're a water, I don't understand you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that you, you just you just start you just start smushing stuff. It's the craziest thing in the world. So yeah, try wiping with your offhand too. But yeah, I'm good uh, as far as the. The tug going to be a lot of over, oh, it over, won't be a problem if there's a, over the top stranger, huh? I mean, because it, if it causes any delay, I mean, you remember you've had the brushing up against the towel when you uh, oh yeah no 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 if there's if there's a week been of, a while right but it won't take much but the, it will because it's uh, this is going to be I'm going to get it done it's just going to be awkward because especially if you're on pain pills that feels real good <laughs> get that out <laughs> it feels real good so yeah. I'll try, Brad. I'll send right. you a video. I'll see how Great. it goes. But, yeah. The core will ask me that, too. Are you uh, left or right-handed as far as cleansing yourself? Right. And as far as pleasuring yourself? Right. Okay. Here's some tips, and here's a little diagram on how you can do this better with your offhand. I'm like, oh. Oh, you spit on that side of it. I get it. Wow. Do you take notice of any of the commercials before uh, the operation that are like a... My doctor prescribed me this painkiller for a back problem, and it just took one prescription. I was hooked. I left my wife. <laughs> I lost watching? my family. What I TV? hear this commercial like every... <laughs> I have not seen or heard that commercial. Oh, I... What's he suing? Somebody? Or is it Camp Lejeune water guy? Or... <laughs> I don't know. He's just talking about the the power of... He took uh, one power. pill and left yeah, his wife? Yeah, like... That's because he wanted to leave his wife. I lost my she money, I lost my house. <laughs> yeah, his wife was a bi- I took one <laughs> pill that goddamn doctor gave me, and the next thing you know, I left my wife. All it took. That's, that's, that's a magic pill in a lot of guys' cases. Like, this pill will make you leave your wife. Give me that thing. What do you mean it's just an aspirin? <laughs> do I lose all the money? Oh, you're going to lose your money. Uh, give me that pill. Because of Advil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just Advil. I took two aspirin, the next thing you know, I was down a wife. Is he warning us or is he celebrating? That sounds like yeah, I, so I don't really know. Talking about the addiction, how easy it is. <laughs> I don't know. That stuff's pretty addictive. I'm not a fan of pain pills. I don't do well on them, and I don't like. I it. Still, what are you looking at? Oh, you're distracted. You're a bass. <laughs> He's got his watch flashing the ceiling, and he keeps looking up. And you know, when somebody looks at something <laughs> yeah. stupid, you look too. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I've caught myself four times. Take huh. your watch off. And <laughs> I got it fixed. No, if this is going to be an all day thing, where I'm looking at the ceiling because it looks like a tile's coming down. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a hefty warning. These pills may make you leave your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're very addictive. 
Hell, I would have taken anything. Cyanide, yeah. you know, whatever it took. <laughs> if you're looking, you leave your wife. It's like, yeah. Side effects include happiness. Oh, wow. That sounds great. <laughs> Sign me the F up. The ultimate painkiller. Cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> you say, we say painkiller. You're still going to be physically in pain. But when your wife's gone, you're going to realize how much pain, what a pain in the ass she was. It's pain in the ass killer. It could happen. Anyway, hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I, I don't do the pain pills. So that's the bigger issue is that I will to sleep, but I'm not like, they tell you, you take them every, what, three or four hours just to stay completely numb. Through. I can't do that. So I'll do it every time I need to go out. But I have to sleep in a recliner until July. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the sucky part. I have to sleep on my back like a cattle rustler and then uh, in a recliner from Friday night till First of July, most likely four weeks in the recliner. Get that one that oh. uh, lifts you completely up too. Oh, I got yeah. that. Craftmatic. Oh, you think I My haven't dad. done that already? That's a gold. So I got they're cheap. So the last surgery I had, I bought one. Like three hundred bucks because it's just ugly and I don't want to recline. There's in the a house. name for them too because my dad's uh, oh. needs to be replaced. But now it's like I guarantee we're not replacing it. I guarantee it's the Omatic of some sort. Is like that the Craftmatic or something like that? Yeah, Craftmatic Lift Omatic. They've got a couple. But I had one. And you just leaned forward, and the whole thing went doink, and you just you're standing up. It's like this is gold. Yeah, sleeping in a recliner for a month is the fun of it. But again, the end result is worth it. It's just down the road. I'm not looking forward to. I'm at the first stages of a hard journey. But as former Suns coach says, uh, nothing worthwhile uh, isn't on the other side of difficult. It's very true. You got to get something good. You got to go through something. We're well, probably going to be pretty hard to get to the good thing. Loads of Jeopardy and match oh, game. Tons of match game. Loads. That's why I got the match game last time. I found Buzzer. Last time I was dead on my ass in a recliner going, what card is sharks. Buzzer. I'd never thought, oh, card sharks used to be on all the time. They tuck it off. I don't know why. Oh, I love card sharks. Three different hosts. It was just great. It was awesome. Yeah, there's the, there's the, there's, there's the one. Well, those are good ones. I think I got the one that was like 400 bucks. Because I, I was going to trash it right when I was finished. It was This was completely just... And it had a heater and a vibrator yeah, in it. This one's got yeah. that. No, this, this is it. It might be the one. Uh, th- that one might be the nicer version. I think I got the one to the left. It wasn't as ugly as those. It actually... Well, maybe it was a little bit. Yeah, that might be as ugly as it was. <laughs> and it puts the... You put this thing together in like three different chunks. Yeah, I don't think my dad's had the... He's laying he it didn't have the uh, drink holders. He should have. Oh, I got the drink holders. That's yeah, an essential are, uh, part of it. I know. It. It's basically like you swiped it out of the back of a 1981 conversion van, and it sits in the That's middle of your... That's what he had. I have Fraser's dad's chair just right in the middle of my family room. Now, can you booze it up? I mean, have a nice glass of Tito's sitting there? Jeez, uh, Brett, if my doctor's listening, he'd, he'd frown on that, but... Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have I done that with the pain pills? Yes. Does it feel phenomenal? Yes. Do you realize why Brett Favre almost gave it all up for this? Immediately. <laughs> but. Uh, Lost my wife. I don't like pain pills. So I don't like the way they make me feel. It's the same as pot. Pot and pain pills kind of make me both feel uh, super groggy. Like nothing. I don't like having my brain turned off like that. I like to be able to observe and do and be. That's some. Unless that you're sleeping. shuts me down. Right. Unless I'm going to bed. And then I can, then I can, I got to close it out. Or drive with Megan. <laughs> or riding in a car with a crazy person. Right. You're absolutely right. Side effects may include getting to work faster. Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual pleasure with your left hand. 
Yeah, so there it is, but that's in front of me. So yesterday's golf game was my last one for a while. And maybe forever. Maybe it's, maybe yesterday was the one where I'm like, you know what? I start anew. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Today I go down to Tactical Black for the last time for a while. The last time we did my, when we did my, I had my hip surgery, I let the boys uh, just lay into me, kick me like crazy. Like, it's the last day for this hip. I'm getting surgery tomorrow. Let's blow this thing apart. We were going at it. Tony's giving me shots. I'm like, yes. And we're having a blast. Bruised up my hip. I'm like, that's success. Well done, boys. Get into the surgery. And the doctor looks and goes, I can't do anything. I can't operate on this. I'm like, why? And he goes, it's all bruised up. You can cut around it. Uh, yeah, it, it like raises the risk of infection. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm willing to take that chance. This is no big deal. He's like, all right, it's like three percent now. It's like, okay, that's fine. So I found that out that you can't have a bruise when you go in for an operation. And then I ask a very crucial question because this is the question I have for all surgery things. How come before a surgery that I volunteer for, I got to go through blood tests, uh, you know, EKGs, and all this other stuff? But if I just blow my arm up falling off a bike and I have to go in and have, like, emergency surgery, they don't care. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if I am having this shoulder surgery Because that's uh, about Friday. survival. No, no, no. Keeping no, no, no. Not, it's, about, it's not necessarily that. It's like, oh, you've blown your arm up. We've got to get this thing worked on, like, right now. If you're in a car wreck, you have no choice they got to do it. And maybe it's survival. Maybe it's not. But even still. Yeah, it's if you emergency have your, stuff where they, they, they can't delay it. Right. Got a chance to make money. That's what I'm saying. So otherwise, you got to take six or seven trips to the doctor to get like blood. I, I, you know I'm okay. They just want to make sure they're not touching AIDSy blood, I think. That's, I think it's for them. They act like they're doing you a I'm pretty sure so they don't touch AIDSy blood. Make sure he doesn't have any AIDS. I'm not getting in there if he's got AIDS. If I was a doctor, I'd test every before I see his blood. I got to find out it ain't AIDSy or it doesn't have something new. But yeah, I got to go do this. I got to visit this person get my heart checked and i know it's for you know it's it's cya in case i did drop out during the surgery how come you didn't give him a blood test like oh but i told him that i said what if i was in a car crash and i was all bruised up and you had to operate you you wouldn't hesitate so he cut he cut my last one he cut under the bruise so my left hip has a really cool scar compared to my right he had to go around the dumb bruise and he goes that was stupid then he walked away I'm like that's all right <laughs> The guys at Tactical Black, when I came back and told them, they were all like, oh, my God. But I thought, now they won't even, like today, I, no we're, bruising. we're just going to pillow fight. That's gonna be, it's basically going to be <laughs> pillow fighting and maybe running in place for 20 minutes. That'll be about all we do. But it's my last trip up there, too, before I sleep in a That's the worst part of this. I got to sleep in a recliner for a month. That ain't easy, sitting up to sleep. I can't lay down. Any it's more lasts horrible. after the Tactical Black? Uh... Tomorrow? No, I think that's it. I think this is my last last of like normal stuff that I do fairly. Bike regularly. ride? My, my, I might run the bike out one more time because that was really bad last time because I was seven or eight months before I got back on the bike because I was afraid of crashing and wrecking it and starting over. That's a good point. Ah, maybe I'll get a bike ride in. Ah, damn it, Brady, you're giving. So I feel like I'm dying. I've got like an expiration. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe I will be lucky and not wake up from this thing Friday. Finally be free of you guys. 
ChatGPT and all the nonsense in this building. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say something. Point. That's my goal before I slip under is to say something. Email me my last words, hilarious last words, and I'll try to slide those in right as they're putting me under. My last words will be blank, and then maybe I won't wake up, and then everyone will know. What, what did he say, Doctor? What was his last words? <laughs> It was racist. Oh, <laughs> stupid Brett. Brett won the last words. <laughs> Make me say something absolutely terrible. Give me a phrase that's just horrible. I'll draw out of a hat right before I go under. Read it and then out, out like a light. See if I can get it in because they always say that. See if you can count from 10 to 1. But and I've gotten to 9. And that's when I like count down from 10 to 1. And I'm like, what's the record? It's like, uh, I think we got a guy to 4 once. Like no kidding! I'm like, all right. And you start to feel that war- that beautiful glory. I hope that's what dying feels like. Because when they put you under, that you can feel it go in, and you're like, oh, there it is. And then you go ten, nine, and then somebody's smacking you, Mister Holmberg, wake up! Surgery's over. I'm like, huh? Eight, <laughs> seven. <laughs> oh man. So that'd be great. Then I get all the free pudding I've ever wanted in my life, and I also get to feel good. Constantly, I almost text Brady because they take your blood pressure every few minutes. And like the other day, Brady, you'd have been real proud. I don't know if you've ever seen numbers like this in your life, but 108 over 70. Nope. Yeah, it was pretty outstanding. Yeah, but you're talking them into it now with all the free pudding. You know? <laughs> yeah, free pudding. They give you a menu at the thing like, here you go. Like, what's this? I just ate. You want some more breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, my that last thing, putting that mesh in. Oh, then your tummy. They, they woke yeah. me up. I'm like, get out of here. What? No pudding? And you got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> You're still here, sir. This is the waiting area. You can't sleep here. But they gave me the dress. I got a reservation. Yeah, going back to the ride. Last time I needed a ride from the hospital home, it was Megan. And she comes in and I'm like, all right, he's ready to go. And I'm in the gown with the ass out. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, go pull the car around front because I got to wheel you out. And you're not allowed to walk. So uh, I'm looking around. She runs off. I'm like, well, this is great. The lady's like, what's going on? I'm like, she took my clothes. <laughs> like, what? Man, she took my bag of clothes. So my clothes are in the car. Uh, I guess we can make this work. So there I am standing in the hospital like I'm 100 years old with a walker, like ass the out in dead. the dress. Yeah, it was just gonna be like, what are you doing in the dress still? I'm like, it's in the back seat are all my clothes. This four-hour ride home from the hospital, which is two miles from our house. I have to get dressed in the back somehow. <laughs> That's funny. It is to you because it isn't your ass waving around here in the hospital parking lot like I'm an escaped convict. <laughs> Loonies. Anyway, we'll get it together. But, yeah, one more show tomorrow, and then they put me down. Maybe for the last time. But please email me your Holmberg's last word. Tent you up. Holmberg's last word. Yeah, before they tent me up and put me out on the on the track. Oh, I am doing a lot. Hopkins goes, want to have one last meal? Because he's done drinking. And uh, D- Doug's for the – this is the uh, – I mean, it's kind of the the triannual Doug's not going to drink anymore for a while. He's going to take the summer yeah, off no, for the golf tournament? No. He's, trust me, this is... I've been out with him for his last days of drinking and eating. Uh, this is probably... I've only known Doug for three years, and this will be probably the sixth time we've had a goodbye to food and alcohol <laughs> for a better, little while. Better than your attempt yesterday? Of? After coming off a hard uh, Vegas weekend, I'm not going uh, to drink. Oh, no, I didn't want to drink like crazy. I'll drink. I had two. Jeez, I already got a dad, you jerk. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Yeah, I was like, I probably won't drink. I had a, but they had Diet Pepsi. I didn't want to yeah, Diet Pepsi, to. so I had to go into the vodka and soda because that's the next option when you're trying not to drink, and they've only got Pepsi and Mountain Dew. I'm not interested in that. So, yeah, I went right to the vodka. Of course I did. Stupid. Judgy. You're like bringing a wife to the golf course. I thought you said you weren't going to drink. Your friend said he wasn't going to drink, and now he's drinking. I'm bringing him anymore. <laughs> uh, it's 612. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A glorious one. It's maybe the last one. Second to last. The penultimate, if I can go out. But, man, I would love to see. I'm going to have a hat full of final words. Brett, I already know yours are going to be unreadable. I mean, I'll keep it semi-clean at first. I <laughs> mean, we'll start nice. out with peace out, C-words. <laughs> ah, I like that one immediately. <laughs> That's what history, you know, some of those people on their final words where they, oh, but they're made up by someone else. Absolutely. Nobody actually. And then I wonder about uh, patients, you know, that have dementia or something like that, that just say something horrendous. Peace out. (laughs) It's pretty good, though. (laughs) What do you say? Wake him up. Because you think about it, like, you know, Joan Rivers, Tupac's mom, anesthesia. Never woke up again. They were perfectly fine going in. It happens a lot. The big sleep. But man, if that's the last thing I feel is that beautiful push of whatever it is they're putting in my body to put me out. Oh, that's my favorite thing on the planet. It's the sleep elixir that they give you and then somebody smacking you and they've taken a bone out. It's incredible. Uh, 585-9800. That's the phone number. You call us. Tell us what you want to hear next and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.